Welcome back to Brutally Unfiltered, you guys. I hope you had a nice week off, but I know you fuckers know you can't escape me. I am back this week. I know last week we did not have an episode. I sincerely apologize. There were just, we're going to call it technical difficulties. Um, but you know what? We're back and that's all that matters and it's fine. Um, let me give you guys some life updates. Let me tell you my tea, what's going on in my mundane and yet exciting life. So basically what has been going on is that I went to a non-college party for the first time in my life. And quite frankly, I don't want to do it again. I really don't. Um, as much as I am a never say never type of person, I tried it, you know, cause I'm like, you know what, I'm going to give it a go. And it just was not fun. First of all, the vibes are completely different. Like I didn't go out partying in high school. It just wasn't my vibe then. Also, my parents were like hella strict. So even if it was my fucking vibe, it was going to be a no from them. Um, so yeah, so I never partied throughout high school. And so my first party in any like outing or anything like that was in college. So I was like 17 at the time. Yep, a case. I know, RIP. But yeah, so all I guess like all I have to base my opinion off of is the college and frat parties that I went to. And so this party in particular, um, I mean, I'm sure if I would have known more people there, it would have probably been a lot more fun. Or maybe it was just the vibe of the party. Maybe I I would have a good time if it was like a rager, some Project X type shit. But it wasn't. So I was just like, eh, you know, like it was a good time. I did my rounds, said hi, was friendly, talked to people, but it just wasn't for me. And I feel like I don't want to do it again. So my conclusion is frat parties are eternally superior to non-frat parties, unless it's barbecues. I love me a good barbecue. Food, people, house music, it's a good time. It gives like danger vibes, you know, so I like that. Um, But yeah, non-college parties are just, I don't know. They're like, I don't know, the vibes are mid, the lights are on, and it's just, they make me feel unwell quite frankly. Also, again, like I said, it could totally have to do with like the person who invited me and um, like the fact that like I didn't know as many people there. Like the only person I somewhat and even hardly knew was um, the guy who invited me, which was cool, you know, fun times. But yeah, not not my vibe. But um, you guys, I cannot believe that slap ass Fridays were a thing. I literally forgot that was a thing. And I was talking to a friend and she said that never happened at her school. So respectfully, I mean, I love myself, but I wasn't packing. So Maya's never got slapped. You know, I was never violated in that kind of way, but they were very much a thing. Like at my school, and this was like super popping when I was in junior high, um, slap ass Fridays. And, um, so every Friday, like anyone could slap your ass. Like, I'm pretty sure that's like harassment or some sort of like assault. I don't know the logistics of it. And it's probably very not okay, but it was just insane to me to realize that not every, that, that wasn't a univ- it wasn't a universal experience. 
And quite frankly, I wasn't even in on the experience. I just watched other people experience it. And on top of that, at my school, guys started pantsing each other so much so. And so many wieners were getting flung out that like we literally had to have like what what would you call it like a intervention where like our gym teachers literally were like hey guys like you can't pull each other's pants down because no one wants to see your two inch dick and please stop slapping women's ass because um it's not okay like three times literally three different times I'm pretty sure they had that conversation with us which doesn't sound like a lot but trust me it gets redundant and I just think like I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like it was it was a moment in time, but I've never heard and especially now like my siblings like that that wasn't a thing for them growing up either. Like I guess like I don't know, like maybe it was just a momentary thing that year. I don't know, but like please someone tell me that I'm not crazy and that you guys know what I'm talking about and slap ass Fridays were a thing for you too because if they weren't, I don't know what I'm going to say. Don't, don't know what I'm going to do. But um, you guys, I've been binging Love Island well as much as I can because I watch it off of Hulu. So it only like lets me like watch certain episodes at certain times. But can I just say Love Island is like the best thing on earth and it makes me wish I was British so bad. Um, I don't know why. Like I, I don't know. Like I just wish like that was my vocabulary, that that was my lingo. Talking about I got mug written on my forehead. Like that is hilarious. Or like, oh, she's 100% my type on paper. Like, like, I don't know. I feel like it's just a lot better, a lot more cool slang. And like, I don't know. I just like it. Like I can't be, I can't be awesome. Like I probably said that terribly. I know RIP headphone users, but whatever. But stuff like that or like I'm fuming. Like, I don't know. And then um, I just feel like sometimes the lingo is like, meh, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's just so fun. Maybe because it's like foreign, not foreign to me, but like foreign in the sense that like I don't speak like that. My friends don't speak like that. So it's cool to me. It's not like, oh, everybody talks like that. Like out here we're, oh, that's cap or like some, I don't know what the fuck lingo. You know what I mean though? And also, can I just say I want um Daddy Davide and Mommy Ekinso to win. Um so bad. I really hope they do win. Um I don't know what's going to happen and I think I'm fine with anyone winning except Tasha and Andrew. I'm sorry. I'm not a Tasha and Andrew stan. I don't think there's anything wrong with them. I just that's my opinion on the matter. I refuse to dive in deeper. (laughs) Um, But also, you guys, literally, I need to figure out what, like, you, like, every single time I go out and drink or go out and have a girls' night or go to the bars, like, whatever the case may be, everything has to go wrong. Okay. And here's the thing too. I was having such a dry spell in the sense that like every time I was going out, I was not getting wasted. I literally felt a slight buzz for two minutes and then I would be completely sober and nothing enticing or exciting would happen. Like, yes, I would have fun obviously, but like nothing like plot worthy was happening. And 
I feel like that fucks me up because then all of a sudden I have to do something to make the plot thicken, you know? Um, because I like my life plot to be interesting. Like I don't want to live a boring life. You know, you only live once and I don't really know, uh, como se dice, um, embarrassment is not a word in my vocabulary. Quite frankly, half of the experience, no, okay. Like 90% of the experiences in my life are comedic, quite frankly, and will probably, um, scare some people. I wouldn't say scare. You know what? My experiences are great. I think they're fun. They're funny. They're great stories. And I love to tell them because again, I'm a narcissist at heart. I love talking about myself, but I will say at times, you know, I just wonder where's the lapse in judgment because this past weekend I went out and it's like, I always it's like the night is going smoothly and I question myself. I'm like, why is this night going so smoothly? And then shit hits the fan and then it's like, ah, oh, it all makes sense now. Okay. And the thing is, I always say, I'm like, I don't know how I got into this situation. And it's like, at this point, it's part of my personality. Like if I'm not blackout wasted doing something stupid or like saying shit out of my ass, it's literally, it. I didn't go out. I didn't go out. And I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Quite frankly, I think it's concerning that I think it's a good thing because I'm like, it was a fun time. So it's chill. But again, that's not the best. But um, yeah, I don't know. And the thing is too, like when I don't go out and something exciting doesn't happen, I'm like, well, damn, that was kind of a bust. So I feel like I kind of set myself up to want to do things because sometimes I'll say yes to shit that I'm like, I don't want to do that. Or like, that's a little dangerous, like talking to certain people because I just feel like I'm like, what if, you know, what if this conversation leads to like an epic finesse or an epic night or an epic memory? Or like, what if me smiling at this person, like, you know, and then that's how it happens. You smile and you start talking and then boom, all of a sudden you're taking shots and blackout wasted. And now you don't know how it's 4am and you're in the streets, like, running around, you know? So I feel like (laughs) I'm trying to find a balance. See, because my problem is it's either zero or a hundred. Like there is no in between and it's not a bad thing. Obviously, like I said, like, you know, everyone has their own vibe. I do not want to say that people who are sober or don't drink as much are not fun, but I'm going to say it. I just think they're um, sometimes when people don't drink, they're like, oh, I don't want to say judgmental, but it's like a different vibe. Like when you're sober or a lot less drunk than the people around you, like I've had experiences where like, then they're just absolute dickheads. Like they, they're like, I don't know. And also I just hate the bitches that be like, aren't you embarrassed? Do you remember what you did last night? Like, yes, Kathy. And did you record it? Because if there's no fucking documentation, it didn't happen. Suck my dick. Like, I think that's so annoying because 
So I messy drunk. So I yacked all over the floor and left a trail all the way to my bed. Okay. I flashed my coochie. So fucking what? It's really not that deep. It's really not that serious. Quite frankly, that's not your vomit. That's not your coochie. So why the fuck are you so concerned? Like mind your own business. And I think the reason it irks me so much is because like I said, I am a feral rat at heart and I'm going to live out that air of my life as long as I can because, um, I can't be doing that when I'm 25. I think that's going to be my cutoff. Once I hit 25, it's like classy Mrs. I'll take a mojito. I'll take a Moscow meal or like what the fuck do bitches be doing? Oh, rosé. I'll like have a cup of rosé. Like I'll be super clean, classy and put together. But babe, I'm 21, not 25. So of course I'm going to live my best life. And I just feel like some people just worry too much, you know, like it's like, yeah, I'm glad like they're looking out for me and obviously trying to be like, you know, slow down, take care of yourself. Like don't be too crazy love. But at the same time, like I'm here for a good time, not a long time. So just let me get white girl wasted so I can start white girl dancing and make memories. And guess what, bitch? Your night won't be vanilla. So be grateful. And that's the thing too. Like when I spice up my night, sometimes it unintentionally spices up everyone's nights. And look, now we have a story time. We can laugh about it tomorrow morning over breakfast as I'm washing the vomit out of my hair. Like there's just so many positive things that I think that come from the feral rat lifestyle that I think non-feral rats don't comprehend because they're too busy, like fucking, I don't know, stroking my dick and being like, you need to slow down. You need to relax. And the thing is, like I said, I am not saying I can't have fun sober. I've been DD multiple times or I've had times where I'm just like, Ugh, like tonight is not a night for me to drink because I need to just chillax. And I still have fun. I'm not like a Debbie Downer. I don't kill other people's vibes just because I'm not having a good time, which unfortunately some people do. And that's also whack as fuck. Like if you're not having fun, fine, but like, don't bitch about it and ruin everyone's night. Cause like, that's just not it. And on top of that, I just feel like if I want to get wasted, but I'm not hurting anyone and nothing too dramatic or terrible is happening, let me get white girl wasted. Like, I don't see what the problem with that is, if that makes any sense. And so, yeah, I just feel like it, it is what it is. And yeah, I don't know why I started talking about the feral rat life, but I feel like I just haven't had a night recently where I just got super crazy. And I think it's like starting to get to me because like, I don't know, like I said, I, I just get bored. And, the, but the thing is the following morning, I always go through it because it's like, damn, like we really did a number yesterday, but then it's like fine. And like, I carry on with my life. So like, whatever. So I recently saw this TikTok and I think the creator's name was like Flossy Babe or Flossy Baby, something like that, which is irrelevant. But the video was basically her saying like, bitches be like, your 20s are about grinding and your 20s are about hustling and your 20s are about getting your money up and your 20s are about working 40 plus hour weeks. No, 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 no. And she goes, and basically in the video, she's like saying like, that's your 20s. Like my 20s are about living my best life, da, 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 da. And it really made me think, like, I feel like given technology and the amount of access to people that we have nowadays through, like, social media, through 
um, TV and like shows and interviews and all this stuff, right? We have all these different outlets to access people, people our age, people older than us, people younger than us, people within our same ethnicity, just like all these different things, right? And I feel like in a sense that has warped our perception of like what we're supposed to be doing. Like you see a 17-year-old on TikTok who's literally building their net worth as you're fucking struggling to make it through college, you know? Or you see some 25-year-old who literally gets paid to be a fitness influencer and lift in the gym and you love the gym, but like you're on the route to become a doctor or some shit like that. Like, I just feel like we have so much access to so many different people and um, such a variety of age groups that sometimes that like puts some sort of like unsolicited pressure and um, standard on what our life is supposed to look like at point A, B, and C. And what I mean by that is like you – obviously have your own ambitions, dreams, goals, hobbies, and things that you care about or things that you want to achieve, right? Totally cool, totally fun, totally fine, right? But sometimes certain obstacles, lack of resources, or just the way of life and how things have turned out, reaching those goals might be taking you a little bit longer, like there might be setbacks, or there might be reasons why you're not there yet, which again, is totally fine. But because of all this access that we have to people and um, just the visual sort of reminder of other people already being at their goals or already achieving whatever it is that they want to achieve or having what we equate to success, which is money, a following, um, a platform, um, all those different like aspects of what someone might perceive success as because obviously everyone's perception of success is different. It could be, like I said, money, having a following, having a platform, having a secure job, having financial stability, having um, like a partner, like all these different things, right? It all just depends based on you and what you think success is. Having access to people your age and their success and their um, triumphs and personal endeavors, I think, like I said, can honestly have such a negative impact and like warp our perception of where we're supposed to be at in life. Because like the girl was saying in her, in her TikTok, we have like over romanticized and overindulged in the you need to be a hustler and work hard and you need to be done with college by 21 and have either grad school or a job lined up straight out of there. Or if you are doing something on the social media side or art or music or whatever, you have to have a certain amount of hits or a certain amount of people listening or a certain amount of people following and buying your artwork or playing your songs or tuning into your videos or whatever the case is, there's in this sort of standard set of like, you're supposed to grind, 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 grind right now that you're young. And that way you can reap the rewards once you're a certain age and have all the success and be quote unquote successful, right? And be quote unquote happy and be quote unquote fulfilled. But the thing is by sending those standards, we're like hyper fixating on what we think life is supposed to be. And then obviously it's going to be fucking really discouraging when you log on to TikTok and you see a 15-year-old whose net worth is 
far greater than yours will ever be in your lifetime. Or when you see a 21-year-old who is doing exactly what you wish you could be doing. And so it's like on top of the already existing pressure of having your life needing to look a certain way at a certain age or um, in a certain time in your life, there's that extra additional pressure being applied by like external forces, like I said, social media and perceiving other people's lives. Like not everything is going to go to plan. And obviously that can be scary, but it's probably a lot more scary because like I said, we induce this sort of standard and outlook on what our life is supposed to look like. The modern average 20-year-old who is assisting college. It's like go to college, get a job, make money, pay back college debt, and hopefully live a good life, have a family, go out every now and then. Or it's graduate college. I'm sorry, graduate high school, apply to colleges, get into colleges, get into dream college. Like It's just this roadmap of like what you think your life is supposed to look like, right? And what you're supposed to be doing. And it's like, oh, you're a fifth year in college. That's kind of whack. Like you should have been done a year ago. Or you've been out of college for two years and you still don't have a job in your like workforce or career field. Like, mm, like something's not adding up. Or you are starting a small business, but you only have 200 followers on your Instagram. Like, I don't know. It's probably not worthwhile. It's like all that is bullshit. First of all, can I just say you don't have to be fucking anything. You don't have to be a high school graduate at 18. You don't have to be a college graduate at 21. You don't have to have grad school, a post-college job figured out. You don't have to be anything. Like your 20s have such an immense amount of pressure to look a certain way and to be reflective of all the things you've done in your life because of external forces, external people, external perceptions and opinions. And it's honestly stupid as fuck. Like life is going to run its course. What's meant to happen is going to happen. Like your 20 somethings aren't supposed to be a play by play of this is what I'm doing, then I'm doing that, then I'm doing this, and then I'm doing that. And once I achieve X, Y, and Z, then I'll be successful and then I'll be happy. Because quite frankly, your obsession on achieving the goals takes away the satisfaction of actually like working to get to the goals. And the journey of as cliche as and cheesy as that sounds, like the journey of actually like working to do what you want to do. And the reason I say that is because I feel like a lot, like I said, again, a lot of us feel like pressured to have our lives look a certain way by a certain point or um, have our aspirations and goals be achieved by a certain point. Like there's a 21 year old out there who is doing exactly what you want to do. And so now like, you're like, what the fuck? Like, what is wrong with me? Why am I not doing as well as her? Or why am I not doing as well as him? Or why am I not where I want to be yet? And the thing is, it's totally okay to not be where you want to be. And I think on top of the discouragement that we already received from outside forces, we kind of add on to that and really, really take away from what our 20s are supposed to be, which is whatever the fuck you want them to be. Like your 20s aren't supposed to be 
fucking roses and daisies and they're also not supposed to be the most stressful years of your life. Like your 20s are supposed to be everything and anything you want them to be. Like the best thing about life is that it's unplanned and it's only lived once. And the fact that sometimes the best things are the most unexpected or unplanned for. Like when you're constantly chasing something There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having goals and aspirations and dreams. Like I have my own goals and aspirations and dreams. But I think the issue with that is that there is, like I said, this normalized culture around what like your 20s and what your, especially your youth, like not that once you're done with your 20s, you're no longer young, but the 20s are supposed to be the best years of your life. Like they're when you're in college and you can go out and you can have a good time and you're young and fun and everything, like the world is your oyster. But when you put an immense amount of pressure on such a young, impressionable person, because a 20-year-old is young, a 21-year-old is young, a 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, we as individuals are constantly changing, constantly growing, constantly learning more about ourselves, right? Our interests, our likes, our dislikes, the things we care about, the things we don't care about, the things we want to care about, the things we want to learn about. And when you're constantly changing and your desires and dreams and goals change and all those things, like, and sometimes those desires, goals, and dreams don't fit into the quote-unquote cultural norm of what you're supposed to be doing. It can be a really hard like inner struggle of trying to figure out whether or not what you're doing is one, worthwhile, two, where you're supposed to be, and three, actually like purpose-filling. It can be so difficult being 20. And I know that sounds silly to some people maybe because you're thinking you're 20, like how hard can it be to be 20? Like go to college, take your classes, get good grades. Okay. But what if you don't give a fuck about college? Like what if you don't want to go to college, right? You want to be a writer or you want to be a rapper or you want to go and do something completely different. Something that isn't the orthodox pathway of life, which is graduating, going to college, getting a job, picket white fence, house, dogs in the backyard, kids screaming on the porch. Like what if that's not the life you want, right? Okay. That, that struggle of trying to fulfill what you think your twenties are supposed to look like and what your twenties actually are and what destiny and fate has written out for you is a struggle that you don't have to endure. If you just simply were to remove the pressure that you may unintentionally be setting on yourself, I think you would realize how many more doors and opportunities like you have, if that makes any sense. And if it doesn't, let me clarify. What I mean is when you have a plan, and I know for type A people, this may not be the easiest thing. Like plans are how you get through fucking life and how you exist because quite frankly, to not have a plan to you is like dying. And that's okay. Your 20s are supposed to be hard. They're supposed to be devastating. They're supposed to be difficult. But in that same way, they're also supposed to be very nurturing and full of growth and beautiful and memorable. 
And if you're constantly fixated on what they're supposed to look like and where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to be doing, you might realize that you really didn't live your 20s, you know, or your life. You know, I mean, I'm saying this specifically about 20s because that is where I am right now. And if you're not in your 20s, I think this is still relevant. I think a lot of times we think and feel the pressure of having our lives look a certain way. And the reality is that just because someone else's life looks that way doesn't make it the automatic be all end all. It doesn't mean that if you aren't where they are by that age, that you are not as successful or that you didn't do life right. You can validate someone and congratulate someone on their success while also still acknowledging that that's not the success you want for yourself. Or maybe that success isn't what's going to make you feel fulfilled. Yeah, sure. College and a a post like graduation job and your career field is what's considered ideal or what's considered desirable, right? That's what you should want. But maybe you graduated college and you realized I really could give less than two shits about my major. I don't want to work in my career. And now that I think about it, I want to go into modeling or I want to be a social media like manager. And that's what I want to do. To someone else, they might be like, oh, like, you just wasted four years of your life or you're supposed to be doing this or you're supposed to be doing that. And you're not supposed to be doing anything. Life doesn't have a playbook and neither do your 20s. Like nothing is supposed to look a certain way. Like no, there is no cookie cutter to life, okay? Like not everyone is going to be the same. One, because obviously we all haven't had the same experiences. We all haven't had the same setbacks. Um, or achievements that have brought us to the current point we're in. So putting on this immense pressure that, oh, it has to look a certain way for it to be considered successful or for you to receive external validation is going to be very unfulfilling because what if you do do everything by the book, right? You go to college, get the post-grad job, but you're just not happy because it's not what you want. Yeah, sure, you're going to get the claps and the high fives and the hugs and congratulations, we're proud of you. But at the end of the day, you're just going to feel unfulfilled because you're trying to fulfill whatever ideal life or what your age is supposed to look like or your current successes are supposed to look like based on what you think other people want them to be or what other people told you they're supposed to be. So if you're basing everything off of what everyone else says it's supposed to look like, I mean, you might not even recognize it once, you, once you're once you there. Like you're going to what? Do everything by the book, do everything the way it's supposed to look and get there and then realize you hate everything. You don't like your major. You don't like your job. Like how many people don't realize that? So many people. And it's totally fine. Like maybe if you just took the fucking pressure off of having your life needing to look a certain way, you'd learn to appreciate that life is not supposed to look a certain way and that'll make you appreciate like the momentary unexpectedness of certain opportunities or experiences that will happen. 
in your life, in your 20s. <laughs> but it's just like all this pressure to have everything look a certain way. It's exhausting. Like, I feel like I also like right before I watched this video, just in these past couple of months of my life, especially like this summer, I feel like I've really come to the realization that, like I said, like, this shit just does not matter. Like it, it just doesn't. And, you know, like, all my life, I've thought, this is what my life is supposed to look like. I go to high school, graduate, go to college, graduate college, going to go to law school right after, get my law degree, become a lawyer, and then open a nonprofit or like whatever, you know, like I have this or had because I no longer feel attached or tied to it. But I had this plan of what my life was supposed to look like and what certain milestones and achievements were supposed to look like in my life and when those things were supposed to happen. And the key part isn't the goals. What I'm trying to say is the hyperfixation on the like time of it is what fucks it up. Is that by 21 this, by 20 that, by 25 this, by by the time I'm 30 I want to be married and have 3 kids. Like what if you find out you're infertile at 22? then what? Because everyone tells you that you need to have kids by this age and a husband and that's what's going to make you successful and happy. Like now your whole world is falling apart. Like that was obviously a very drastic example, but it just shows you how like unexpected life can be. Like if you have this plan of what you think your life is supposed to look like and then you run into an obstacle that's preventing you from getting there or it's just not meant for you. So therefore you're never going to get it the disappointment and dissatisfaction is just going to be horrendous. And it's going to be so difficult to push through that because you have attached yourself to an ideal life because you think that's what it's supposed to look like. And quite frankly, it's not because I feel like I always thought my life was supposed to look a certain way. And right now, I really don't know where it's going in the sense of I don't necessarily feel the needs to take the reins anymore. Like for so long, I was gripping so hard on the reins of my life being like, this is what this needs to be. This is what that needs to be. This is what I need to be. By this age, I need to do this. By this age, I need to do that. And so this hyperfixation on being able to check off certain goals and to do's by a certain age, I realized like I, I never was enjoying my successes. I was never enjoying like super big moments in my life or milestones that I had been working towards for a long time. Like I just realized I was just basically like, like I said, checking shit off, like perfect, perfect, done on time, done on time, done by when I wanted it to be. And I think a lot of my college experience was kind of like me coming to that sort of like epiphany of realizing that like, the 20-somethings are literally just supposed to be that, your 20s, whatever that means. They're yours. They're whatever you want, not what someone else wants them to be. They're not supposed to look the way someone else wants them to look like. And I feel like that has helped me appreciate a lot more all the highs and lows of my 20s and being 21 right now. And the reason I say this is because, like I said, before when there was such a hyperfixation on 
oh, my life is supposed to look like this. My life is supposed to look like that. And by this age, I want this. And by this age, I want that. I kind of lost like the excitement and appreciation for achieving things. I would achieve a goal and just be like, okay, sick. Now on to the next thing and now on to the next and on to the next. And I was so focused on looking a certain way and having my life set up a certain way and achieving certain things in order to obtain what I think that ideal life is by a certain point that once I got to the goals and achieved them, they just weren't important to me anymore. All I cared about was actually achieving them and getting life to look a certain way. And I was like, once I hit this, I'm going to be happy. But then by the time I hit it, it was like, okay, now I need to hit this to be happy and feel fulfilled and feel successful and feel like I'm doing fucking life right. But guess what, bestie? I'm going to be the bearer of bad news. There is no right way to do life. There is no fucking blueprint. Um, And the blueprint that we think we have that everyone tells us is the blueprint to a successful life is just not it. It's not it for everyone. It might not be for you and it might not be for me. And that's why your 20s are supposed to be nothing, anything, and everything. Like, they're supposed to be what you make of them. And again, like I said, for the longest time, I didn't understand that concept because I was so focused on having them look a certain way and having them make me feel a certain way and make me feel like I was doing something right. Like I was doing things the way I was supposed to do them. And like I said, like there is no right way to do anything. So you graduated college, you got the grad job, like you did everything play by play by the book and you're still not where you want to be. Whatever. That's okay. (laughs) Like, I don't know how many times I can say that. Like, I don't know if you need to hear that. The point is I'm proud of myself for everything I've done up until this point and for all the plans and ambitions that I've had built for myself. And of course, obviously, if no one's told you, I'm proud of you for everything you've done and maybe the things that have happened behind the scenes and the hard work that you've put in behind closed doors. But a hyper fixation on a certain life and the way that's going to be perceived, just not it. So you're still working at your local fast food shop after graduating high school and you didn't get into the college of your dreams. Who gives a fuck? Maybe this is the universe opening the door for something 10 times greater and 10 times better. Like stop thinking you have to do shit a certain way because you want other people to clap for you and fucking be like, yeah, you're doing things right. Like, do you think like people are nice all the time. No, people are fucking trolls. And the reason is because someone who sees someone else going after their dreams and doing what they want or just living their best life and not going by the orthodox traditional way of life, obviously they're going to shit on you because they don't have the courage to do what you do have the courage to do, which is go after what you want and have no regard for how that may be perceived by outsiders and external forces. Like, not everyone is going to agree with what is success. Like I said, that's all perception. To someone like in that TikTok, working and busting your ass off and grinding and making money, that's success to them. That makes them happy. That makes them fulfilled. To the girl who duetted the video, no. 
Her happiness, her success is having fun, enjoying her 20s, living her life, going on hot girl walks. You need to figure out what your definition and your version of your 20s that you want. If you want the traditional graduate college, get a job, do it. I'm, I'm, I am in no way shitting on that path of life and those stepping stones that have already been left behind by hundreds and thousands of people who have already done it before, right? Who are living great lives at the moment. I'm no way saying that that can't be an ideal life and that that can't be success and that that can't be your 20 somethings. What I'm trying to say is don't let that be what you think your 20 somethings are supposed to be because someone else told you that's what they're supposed to be. Let your 20s be what you want them to be and what you want them to look like. And if they're not what you want them to look like, then work towards that. But don't become so obsessed with what you're working towards that you don't enjoy them because you're only as young as you are today once. Like, I'm only getting older, as are you. And time isn't going to stop for anyone. And time is the most expensive luxury in the world. And to disregard it, to disregard it and not appreciate it for what it is, is a disservice to your 20s and what they can bring. Your 20s, yes, career driven, all about success. Yes, yes, yes. That's great. But like I said, there might be someone younger than you that's already achieving that. And that's fine because your life is going to be what it's supposed to be, what it's meant to be. And in due time, what's meant for you is going to fall into place. Things falling apart are really just things falling into place. It's not shit hitting the fan. It's things falling into place. Okay. And when you learn that your 20s can be whatever you want them to be, you remove that pressure and obviously now you are going to enjoy it. Now you're going to have fun. Now you're going to have a good time. And you're going to appreciate the experiences life gives you so much more because they're not tied to or contingent on anything. They're not. And when you're pursuing the things you want because that's what you want and that's what makes you happy, then that's going to be reflected in the way you feel about life in your 20s. I think your 20s are scary because there's so much possibility for so many things yet nothing at once, right? You could do anything and everything and at the same time do nothing. They're both underwhelming and overwhelming. And I think that's what makes them so terrifying because – they're scary, right? And so if something's scary and unknown to you, you're obviously going to want to stick to what seems to work, right? Which again, like I said, is the play-by-play, the quote-unquote blueprint that we've been given of what our life is supposed to look like. But life has no fucking blueprint. It's not supposed to look a certain way. So when you remove that pressure, you actually probably realize your potential so much more because now you're going to pursue what you want to pursue. And now your 20s are going to be what they are supposed to be. And they're going to be yours and not what your mom thinks they should be or what your neighbor thinks they should be or what your best friend thinks they should be. They're going to be yours and what you want them to be. 
And I think that's very validating and very fulfilling, knowing that whatever it is you're doing, it's not wrong um, because there is no right and wrong. There is just what you do, what you don't do, and how that affects the rest of the course of action of your life. There is no right way to do your 20s in the same way that there is no wrong way to do them. In the same way that you can be doing one thing, the person next to you can be doing something completely different and both of them are perfectly okay and both both of them are perfectly fine and successful and great and fulfilling. And just removing that pressure is like a breath of fresh air in my opinion. And I think once a lot of people realize that life doesn't have to look a certain way or be a certain way or just stop caring what people think life is supposed to be, I think you'd find out a lot more, one, about yourself, and two, about the things you give a shit about. Because if you're so busy and focused on producing what you think you're supposed to produce, you're never going to really find out what it is you actually want. Because You're just living your life based on what you think you're supposed to live. And like I said, I understand it's scary sometimes not having having any plan and going into it just raw-dogging life. But that's how you're supposed to do it. Like you're not supposed to – at this point, take a shot every time I say like please and thank you so much. If you black out, send me a selfie. But at this point in time, given all the opportunities and all the resources that we have living in the 21st century – um, to not do what you want to do and to not just simply exist is the biggest mistake I think anyone can make. I, it's a big mistake I made for a really long time. And learning to just let my life be what it's meant to be and trusting that what is for me is going to find me rather than fixating on what I think I'm supposed to be doing and what I think my life is supposed to be look like is honestly – like I said, so refreshing and just amazing. And I think once we all really take the time to invest in ourselves and what we want rather than investing in what we think we're supposed to be doing and what we think our life is supposed to look like, I think we would be a lot happier and a lot more fulfilled. And I think that's really important. Okay, guys, that is it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you took away something and basically stop giving a fuck about what people think your life is supposed to look like. Stop giving a fuck about what you think your life is supposed to look like and just let life be. Just exist. Take a deep breath. Pour yourself a shot. Get some chaser or no chaser, whatever your vibe is. And just chill the fuck out, okay? Everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to. What's meant for you is going to find you. You do not chase. You attract. So just relax, okay? Um, But other than that, I hope you guys have a great week. Um, I hope you guys live your best life. And pay attention this week because there's something very exciting, very fun happening. But um, that's all I can say because I cannot – reveal more. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at brutally unfiltered. Follow me on Instagram at Jessica Fuentes underscore. Um, please hit my DMs with topics or questions you have. We also have a little like question submission. Sub what the fuck did I just say? Submission link. Um, if you want to be anonymous and 
please share this podcast. Send it to your friends. Send it to your mom. Send it to your grandma. Send it to your sneaky link. Um, put people on, please. Um, and subscribe or follow, depending on what platform you use. But thank you guys for tuning in. Love you so much. Have a good week. Have a good time. Live your best life.